You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. I am super excited about our guest today. We got Molly and Patrick Culpepper. Hey, Patrick. How's it going, Ben? Man, fantastic. Molly, how are you today? I'm good. So I am thrilled that you guys are coming to bring some marriage advice. So you guys are a little bit of the newlyweds for this week. How long have you been married, Molly? We've been married two years. Um, in On June 30th, it was two years. June 30th, it was two years. That's fantastic. All right, so advice from newlyweds. Now, I've got to tell you that you know, Lindsay and I have been married for a minute nowadays. And a lot of our church, you know, they've got a couple of decades under their belt. But I think it's fun to get to talk to a newlywed and remember the excitement and the joy. I think about it in the way that, you know, Jesus told us to not lose that childlike nature of our faith, you know, that we should come to God as a child. And I feel like for some of us folks who've been married for a few minutes, we probably need to remember the just the joy of that newlywed season. So thank you guys so much for coming <laughs> to bless us with some of that. Um, Molly, let's get started. I know you guys brought a couple of things that you've learned uh, in your marriage so far. What, what's something that you've learned? Um, one thing I've learned is that I'm very, very prideful. Um, I have a hard time admitting when I'm wrong. And, you know, I was, I was the oldest girl, and so I got doted on a lot when I was a kid growing up. So it, I often was right. Um, <laughs> and so um, there have been a lot of times in our marriage where I think I'm right, or it really doesn't even matter if I'm right. And um, Patrick kind of speaks that truth to me, and it hurts my feelings, and I get upset about it. But um, through a lot of prayer, and I'm still not perfect, it's gotten so much better. And I've realized that a lot of the stuff that I'm trying to argue about doesn't even matter. And, you know, um, just putting him first and just forgetting what I feel has been very important for us. So put your pride aside. Mm-hmm. And Patrick, I think you've got something to say about that too. Is that right? You, yeah. you and I were chatting. You said we, the one big lesson you brought. Yeah. Well, it's funny because um, we didn't talk about this before we showed up today. I'm we so were, surprised, Patrick. <laughs> no, no, no. Not like like on purpose. Like so, I was, I totally was like. What the church family needs to know, because if anybody knows both <laughs> of you guys, Molly came in with her Bible verses and her note card. <laughs> And Patrick walked in and said, I'm not quite as prepared as Molly. And we all said, well, of course you're not. That's just how I go. If I if, if I come in prepared, then it's not going to be as good well, as if I just talk. Uh, that's fine. So, but, but you said the big lesson that you learned is the same as the first thing Molly's given. That's right. And, and like I said, we hadn't talked about this. So... Um, I just kind of she's like, "What are you talking about?" And I said, "Well, I'll, I'll tell you when we show up to the choir room because I I just I don't want to have the same answer." And so, one big thing that I've I've seen in in my or just you know my marriage going into the marriage two years ago, um, I think we both had this view of what marriage looked like, and they right. were similar in the way um, it was surrounded by God. It was um, it was mutual, different stuff like that. But we we had there was this little you know, pointless things, you know, of, of ideas that we had. And, and I had my way I wanted to run, and she had her way she wanted our marriage to run. And when they would clash, neither one of us was willing to give way. You know, neither one of us was willing to um, let the other one win. And I'm, I'm, I'm air quoting that because um, it's so silly. And, and, and two and a half years later, I'm looking at going, I can't believe we argued about some of the uh-huh. stuff we argued just because um, I've kind of seen... Um, how Molly 
views different things and and reacts to different things and and I've learned the way that uh, she she does these things and so I, I take a step back sometimes I go it doesn't matter what I want this is something Molly wants and it's really not hurting me and so that was a big thing of uh, going into the marriage neither one of us both being the oldest we've never had to worry about somebody else more than we've had to worry about ourselves you know um, both of us moved out of our parents house with each other never lived with a woman in my life except for my mom but I've never had to share a bathroom with a girl that's terrible um, so your brothers were nothing like no, no good. I'm, I'm right can you imagine so big surprise there so we we had to do a lot of adjusting to go um, you know forget about what Patrick wants forget about what Molly wants what does God want in this marriage you know how can I keep peace in this marriage how can I um, show Molly love and I found the best way to show Molly love is to go hey what do you want yeah. how, what do you want right now what do you want to do how can I do what you want me to do so I think it's fundamental in Christianity to die to ourselves, right? We're mm-hmm. crucified with Christ and the, and learning the art of putting your pride and your selfishness behind. It's a, it's a huge component of the journey with Jesus, in my personal opinion. And marriage shows you that more than any other context I've personally experienced. You think that you're not prideful anymore. You think you're not selfish anymore. And then you get married, and when you start to share space, all of that kind of comes back up. But the, but the thing is that once you know that, and you can begin to allow the Holy Spirit in daily to work on that pride, to help you learn to think of somebody better than yourself, to, you know, to really sacrificially love somebody else and really put that pride aside— Gosh, that's like you, you make a light year jump in your marriage or, by the way, in parenting or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, wherever else you're having that test. But uh, for me, that's been one of the biggest things God's ever shown me is just how prideful I was. And I didn't see it till I got married and was tested on it. But mm-hmm. that's awesome. OK, so the first thing, Molly, <laughs> is put pride aside. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, what else? What else did you bring? Um, we've also um, both learned a lot about trusting God. Um you know, we got married very young and we were not financially stable or anything. And Patrick's always been very trusting um, and I'm not as trusting. Um, I'm a worried. You're trustworthy. Yeah, trustworthy. She's trustworthy. She's very trustworthy. She just, that was, sorry, yeah. I misunderstood you. So I'm sure everybody <laughs> understood. Um, I just had a hard time trusting what God was doing. And so, um, you know, Patrick would constantly kind of, if I would be worrying about something, he'd just be like, just let it go. Like, God's going to take care of us. And that was very hard for me to do. Um, But I think it has gotten so much better. And there's days that I still don't trust fully, but um, I've really learned how to just stop worrying, you know, and um, just give it to God. Did you want to tell the story about... You can tell it. You remember it better. Um, I don't know if I do. Um, <laughs> okay. But I, I will. I'll t- I, just a quick story, because um, we, we use this example sometimes. Just, um, you know, when we first got married, we uh, we had so much income, and our bills... So much as in so much you couldn't count at all, or like so yeah, much I as wish. in a limited amount, only so much? <laughs> a limited amount. We only had uh, a little bit of income and a lot of, bit of, a lot of, bit of stuff to pay for. All and right. so... Um, we were just um, struggling, or no, we weren't really struggling. I mean, it was just month to month we were cutting it close. Right. And 
uh, Molly is the one that we deemed out of a relationship um, to be in charge of making sure the bills can pay on time. I can't, I'm sure she's you can't imagine account. why. She's yeah. the, the culprit. Um, it just gets paid if she does it, you know? <laughs> so, um, so, you know, she's the one seeing it uh, every month and going, we got to cut back on this. We got to cut back on this. And I'm like, it's fine. You know, we're good. And I'm just like, all right, I'll cut back, but it's good. And so, there was just one one month where um, I was just kind of helping her and looking, and, and we were praying through it, and it was like, we're not going to make it. I'm just like, oh, my goodness, like it's going to get close. And um, and I'm, I'm working. I'm at Paris Jewelers. You know, I was working, and um, it was a Tuesday or Thursday, whatever night we do church league basketball. And our team wasn't playing. We were having a bye, and I'm just like, man, like, I'm praying and I'm kind of meditating and I'm just thinking constantly when we didn't have a customer, I'm going, all right, what can I do to get a little extra money just to get by this month? And I get a call. It's like, hey, so do y'all have a game tonight? And we're like, no. He's like, hey, uh, our refs are out of town. Do you want a ref? We'll pay you this much a game. And I'm like, that's exactly the amount I was trying to get. <laughs> and so we're like, how in the world did that happen? That's and it was awesome. just, and that happened just countless times where we go, all right, we're short $50. And then somebody goes, hey, I'll pay you $50 to do this. And we're like, we didn't even ask. Like, you just, that was laid on your heart. So over and over and over again, I can can tell you the difference between our first year of marriage of just between Molly's growth of going, um, worrying about it constantly to this. She still is attentive to it, but it's not a worry as if like, hey, just letting you know we're down 50 bucks so let's just wait for a god to give us our 50 you know so it's it's something like that i've seen her growth a, a ton in that uh just speaking adding on to that but that's just a funny story that's awesome it's a good story thanks for sharing all right molly what's number three on the cold pepper list of lessons learned um the last thing i feel is one that we as women really struggle with um and it's our expectations and so i call it the Nicholas Sparks expectations. So if you <laughs> if you've ever read a Nicholas Sparks books or, or know who he is, he writes romance novels and they're just elaborate love stories. And um, a lot of my ideas about marriage, unfortunately, came from a season where I was very into those books. And you know, I thought that marriage was um, weekly, grand, elaborate, you know, dates and just all these things that are just ridiculous, honestly. And so. Um, I had those expectations, but I never communicated those <laughs> expectations. And so then I would get upset or just uh, impatient and I would, you know, just get angry for no reason. And Patrick's trying to figure out why I'm angry. And really, there's no reason why I'm angry. I'm just having ridiculous expectations. And so um, I think it's important to check your expectations, make sure they're not Hollywood, Nicholas right. Sparks level expectations. Um, and if you do expect, you know, flowers every month, then make sure you that... You better tell the yes, expect because that. he can't read your mind. Yes. And I so, want you to know what I want. <laughs> yes, we want men to read our minds and they don't do that. And, and, then we and, want vice, to get and vice versa sometimes. Yeah. Right. Steve and Debbie Wilson uh, were at Carterville a couple of times. They're good friends to the church, and they've done a great job with marriage conferences for us. So if you're listening to the podcast, a little shout-out to Steve and Debbie. <laughs> um, but one of the things that they said that made a lot of sense to Lindsay and I, and we have we've benefited a ton from this one teaching, they were talking about a season in their life where the same thing happened, where Debbie had expectations from Steve, but Steve didn't know what they were. And the unfortunate cycle that that creates is if you don't communicate those expectations in every single day, 
he's going to come home and disappoint you because he did not do the thing that he could not read your mind to understand. And so every day he disappoints you. And after a while, that disappointment leads to resentment. Hmm. And so uncommunicated (laughs) expectations leads to disappointment. And the disappointment over time leads to resentment. And you, you have this resentment in your heart towards your spouse all because they couldn't read your mind and know your expectations. So there's great wisdom in that, Molly. That's awesome that you've already, you know, kind of that you guys have already discovered that in your marriage and passing that on to the rest of the church family today. Communicate your expectations. All right, so Molly, what have you got left for us? Um, I'm just going to read 1 Peter uh, 3, and I'm going to skip to verse 8 and 9. Um, it says, Finally, all of you be, be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble. Do not, let, do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing because of, to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. And so, um, especially the beginning of that, be like-minded, um, is very important in marriage. You know, having this, uh, putting the pride aside and just being like-minded and communicating those expectations, um, that verse has definitely helped me in our marriage. That's awesome. And I, and I feel like marriage really is a small snapshot of the church. I mean, it's the grace of God shared between church members, but in the intimate space of of, of a husband and wife. There's no room for hypocrisy because you go home with each other. So you really have to live out the grace of Christ. And that's a great word for you, for us to end on. So thank you guys so much. Like you guys are a pleasure. We all love y'all. Thank you for coming out to bless the church family and pass on a few of the things that you've learned about marriage. Yeah, we enjoyed being here. Yeah.